are the Rookie Phenoms. We have an amazing show for you today. I'm your host, Coop, with my main man, Webb. What up, people? We have such a fun show for you today. There was a coaching change in Utah. The NFL proves once again that the salary cap is fake. And the NBA Finals are in full effect. Webb, are you ready for today's show? As usual. So, no. Okay. Let's start with Quinn Snyder leaving Utah. This is an interesting story to me because there was talk he was going to be the Lakers head coach. He was in Utah for eight years. They were the number one seed last season. The Lakers hired a coach a couple days ago. And then after that, Quinn Snyder tells Utah he's leaving. Were you surprised by this move, Webb? Because it kind of shocked me. No, uh, because after the Jazz were out of the first round, Seemed like it was questionable whether Quinn Snyder was coming back and they were at a crossroads, especially with Donovan Mitchell and Gobert. So it didn't uh, didn't surprise me. Even even before this, uh, there were reports that Lakers wanted Quinn. No, no, no. I, I get that. But I'm saying him leaving after the Lakers job was filled surprised me because there's no more jobs to be had now. That's why I'm surprised by this. Him leaving a month ago would have been okay. This is now is weird to me. Well, he, he, he I don't think he had any interest in, in going to the Lakers anyway. I think uh, his camp made that clear. Yeah, they are trash. That makes sense. Uh, Danny Ainge came out and said they were desperate to have him stay. Since leaving, Donovan Mitchell said he is uneasy with where this team is going. What happens to Utah going forward? Uh, I don't know because they're going to get one of the, I don't want to say the scraps, but one of the guys probably that uh, the Lakers didn't hire, Terry Stotts, Kenny Atkinson, or one of the assistant coaches who don't have uh, experience uh, being a head coach. And they have to sort out if Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert are coming back, if both of them will be on the team next year. I think there's almost a 0% chance both of them are on the team next year. I think Rudy's for sure gone. I would try and keep Donovan Mitchell, but he will get the most trade, like most back in a trade. I think Utah has to tear this down and build it back up again from the beginning. This isn't tenable going forward. 100%. And um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think they definitely, I agree with you, they should definitely trade Rudy Gobert. I think I like the idea of uh, bringing in like Clint Capella and John Collins or something like that for Gobert, if they can swing that and then, you know, add in someone else from Utah. But uh, I think they should definitely keep Donovan Mitchell. Don't, don't trade Donovan Mitchell over Gobert. I think it's, I think if they trade one, they might trade them both. I think Ainge wants to build it with his own guys. His time in Boston proved he liked defenders. Donovan Mitchell has never been accused of being one of those. I think he's going to want to start brand new and build it his own way. I would be sure. I think they're both gone. I really do. Hmm. Never know, man. We'll see. Um, I I anticipate Donovan, Donovan Mitchell will handle this with class, unlike <laughs> some of the other stars in the league. So if he goes, I don't think anyone will be mad at him. He's not going to embarrass the franchise or or hold hold Utah hostage. I agree with that. I think he will. This isn't his fault. The team's just going to rebuild. I think everyone will see this as a mutual divorce where no one's to blame. The kids aren't upset. (laughs) Yeah. Rudy Gobert can go to hell, though. I I think the fans will be very um, nonplussed. I'll use that that word for you because that's your favorite word. Um, if, If they get rid of Donovan Mitchell and keep Rudy. There is a 0% chance they get rid of Donovan and keep Rudy. 
If Donovan goes, Rudy is also gone. A hundred percent. I hope so. You can't pay the guy 35 million when he scores six points a game. Ridiculous. Yeah. I love Donovan Mitchell. I I'm a, I'm a big fan of his and I, I, I think uh, they should think twice before letting him go. Honestly, get rid of him for sure. He's the most overrated player in basketball. Disagree. You're right. That's Kyrie. He's like number two. Disagree. I think I put Tatum on that list too. You mean future finals MVP to Jason Tatum? Yeah, three for 17, uh, <laughs> Jason Tatum. Yeah. Okay, we'll get, to, we'll get to that in a minute. Let's get to football for just one second, Webb, because your LA Rams are a goddamn travesty and I am furious. Aaron Donald had three years left on his contract. The Rams just, the Rams have paid everybody. They just tore that up and said, you know what? Here's 95 more million dollars. He gets 31.5 million in 2022, up significantly from the 14.25 he was supposed to get. They're paying him uh, like 17 million dollars more, and somehow their cap hit went down 2.5 million dollars. Next season he's making 28.5 million, and then two more years he's making 35 million dollars in cash. Webb, how is this happening? This is so ridiculous to me. I am furious about this contract. I am so angry. It's great, man. And apparently there's room for Odell to resign. I, you know, I'm not a big fan. I don't care, but it's just another slap in the face that we have more money to shell up for, uh, for Odell. If he, if uh, apparently if he wants to come back, Sean McVay said. How do you give someone 17 more million dollars and your cap hit goes down? Explain to me how that math works. I don't know. I imagine, <laughs> I imagine some people are going to have to restructure their contracts, but that deal actually making you save money doesn't make sense. But I'm happy with it. I think Aaron Donald is the best football player in the league, full stop. Quarterback or anybody, he is the best at his position in comparison to everyone else. I saw a stat, they did pressures from like the last three seasons. At from defensive tackle, and he had a hundred more than the next guy. <laughs> like, what he, he's a comic book hero. It makes no sense what he's doing. I am one thousand percent glad he got paid a bunch of money. He threatened a retirement. I'm not sure that was real. He just wanted to get the bank the bank broken open. I just hate how this works. How some teams follow the salary cap, and others just say it doesn't matter. It's ridiculous that this is allowed to happen. It's ridiculous. Yeah, rich get richer, man. I love it. I never had any concerns that Aaron Donald was going to leave, really. thought uh, more than likely he'd come back, but um, yeah. Yeah, apparently the retirement talk was real, but I'm not sure how real it is. Like, he's still really good, and getting $15 million a year isn't a bad thing. Like, apparently it was yeah. real, but I think it was a, I think it was a ploy, and this was, this was a con. They, they worked the deal at a Sean McVay's wedding. It's... Man, I hate I hate the Rams so much right now. This is ridiculous. And and I almost never believe anything someone says after winning a championship. Emotions are high. You say anything. You don't you know, like it's just a, a knee jerk kind of reaction. Oh, I won, I conquered, you know, and um say anything. I I, I let them give them a little bit of time before I uh, take what they say seriously. Andrew Whitworth retired, but he didn't even announce that for a couple of weeks. So that makes sense. Yeah, that's a good rule to have. Tom Brady lost yeah. like a loser, said he retired, and then came back 40 days later like Lent. <laughs> okay. 
So Aaron Donald, still the best player in football. Great signing for the Rams. Uh, ridiculous how they're allowed to do this, but I think it's great. If you guys give Cooper Cup a new contract and sign Odell Beckham, by the way, I'm going to start a riot. I'm going to be enraged beyond belief. We might sign, or sorry, give give Cup an extension, sign Odell, and save even more money. <laughs> like, one day this bill has to come due. In, like, 2028, you're going to have, like, no players. That has to happen eventually. I just don't know when. It doesn't make sense. I don't know. But I'm I'm happy for it. Less need, man. Best GM in the league. So stupid. Let, let's move on to a story that is far less fun and far more serious. Uh, Deshaun Watson has had two more accusers come out in the last few days. He's now up to 24. It, the New York Times wrote a story today where he got 66 different masseuses to give him massages over 17 months. Uh, the new accuser has not sued him. One of them hasn't sued him. The other one has filed a civil suit against him. Remarkably similar to the suits uh, filed before. The Cleveland Browns traded for him, gave him three first-round picks, and gave him $230 million guaranteed. When this happened, I, we kept, we always said there's probably more coming out. And now more has come out. And I think the Cleveland Browns should be embarrassed for themselves for giving him this money. I don't under, I don't think the league can possibly suspend him for less than a season now. I don't think he plays this year. I think it might have been smart for Cleveland to keep Baker Mayfield because they're going to need him this season. I just, the Major League Baseball has Trevor Bauer, who was accused of sexual assault by two women. Uh, the courts failed, declined to prosecute. He was on administrative leave for a season. And they suspended him for two years, which he's appealing. I don't know how the NFL could do less than a season after what Major League Baseball did with this many accusers. The New York Times seemed to investigate this story way more than the Browns did or way more than the NFL did. This is a disgrace to the NFL. It's a disgrace to Cleveland. And I think Cleveland should not have any more fans. I really think if I was a Cleveland Browns fan, I'd be done. I 24 women are saying this, and they all have a very similar story. And I think it's disgusting that they gave him this money. They guaranteed him $80 million more than anyone else in history. Do you know how wild that is to me? That Mahomes got less guaranteed money than Deshaun Watson? Mahomes had won an MVP and it won a Super Bowl. And Deshaun Watson, who's done none of these things and had 22 accusers of sexual assault, gets $230 million. Webb, should I be more or less outraged than I am? What do you think here? Uh, I think, I don't know, it's hard to say. I, I think you hit it on the head. I don't think you should be less outraged, that's for sure. Um, I don't know if there's a, you know, there's a, an optimum level, but uh, it looks very bad. The optics are very bad. And everything you said, it seems like it's just getting worse. And there's nothing to mitigate any of these accusations at all. Um, it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And I don't know. It's, it, it, I feel like every week we hear there's another accuser. And when it, came out, when it came out today or yesterday with the more accusations, I remembered that Cleveland decided to pay him only a million dollars this season. So if he gets suspended, he wouldn't lose the bulk of his money. So they were like, we know this is coming and we're going to make sure you still get your 230 million. The, these people should not be allowed in polite society anymore. Like, I don't understand how this is, how this is a thing. 
I know the NFL doesn't care about most criminals or most like bad actions. They'll take anybody, but to be, to do this, to give him this much money more than anyone else had ever gotten. Well, these accusations are very credible. I think it's disgusting. I really do. I, I don't know how you call a Browns game this season or next season while he's playing and don't mention this and the protests that will surely be having happening outside the stadium. This is really bad. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to say, man. It seems like they are fully uh, prepared to deal with this in terms of um, like nothing is going to totally shock them. And like you said, with the, the structure they, they, they put in place, it's, it's pretty jarring. The NFL only seemed to care about, um, I, I want to say drug offenses, but not actually drug offenses, just anything related to drugs. Um, you know, they've softened their stance, their stance so, but historically it's just been drugs that they've really policed. That's um, true. Yeah. So, yeah. Just, it's 77 different masseuses in 17 months, or 66, sorry, in 17 months. How is that even possible? Like, that, like the new... It's just like I saw someone tweet out that they had 320 dentists in four years. So that makes sense. Like it's so preposterous. I, I couldn't even imagine this. You have one masseuse you go to. That's it's like your haircut. You have one barber. You don't go to someone else. You have one person that does it, especially in the same city. You don't freelance. You go to one person. It's very bizarre. Uh, not something that I expected to hear. I mean, no. Yeah, it's it, it where they smoke this fire. It's it's very bizarre. Yeah, uh, a pox on all of Cleveland's house. This is terrible. <laughs> Ridiculous. Okay, let's move on, Web. Something a little more fun, a lot more fun. The NBA Finals. It has been incredible so far. Incredible for me because Jason Tatum is the best player in the NBA. Are you surprised by this? Surprised by your statement? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised by your statement, no. I will lie no matter what. Okay, so the Celtics came out and won game one, 120 to 108. Uh, Golden State was up by like 15 in the third quarter. They somehow blew this. Jason Tatum played pretty awful. Game two, Golden State in the third quarter blew the doors off them. They went into halftime up two points. Golden State closed the door, 107-88. Draymond played incredible defense. Draymond was daring guy the referees to kick him out of the game. Webb, are you surprised this series is going to Boston tied 1-1? Uh, if you asked me a week before game one, sorry, a few days before game one, I'd say no. But after watching the majority of game one, sorry, after watching game one up until the fourth quarter, I would have said Golden State's going to Boston 2-0. Steph was on fire in the first quarter. He did nothing afterwards, but he was on fire in the first quarter. Uh, they were up, I think, 14 in the fourth, and they totally wet the bed, and Boston got really hot. Um, so the fact that it's 1-1 now doesn't surprise me, but going into it, I thought it would have been 2 nothing Golden State, and then maybe when it gets to Boston, they'd make it a, a, a series in tight end. Yeah, I think uh, Steph hit like six threes in the first quarter. Was dominant. And then for Steve, some reason, Steve Kerr pulled him for like seven minutes in the second quarter. So like I think it was like 25 minutes of actual time where he didn't play. I just don't understand what they're doing. Like there is no way this series should be tied 1-1. Golden State dominated game one until they just gave it away for some reason. Dream. Do you like Draymond Green? Like, do you like him as a player? Yeah. I think he's a guy that you hate 
when you're playing against him, but he's a guy I would love to have. I think he's crucial to Golden State's success, and their fate hinges on him keeping his composure. If he gets ejected, they're losing that game. If you promised me he would never shoot the ball for more than six feet, I might be interested in Draymond Green as a player. In game one, he was two of 12 from the, <laughs> as a field goal, zero for four from three. When he looks like he's about to take a three, the Celtics take eight sets back. They're like, go ahead, man. This is all you. This is all yours. As and he's should. never close. It's never even close a little bit. It's the worst. Front rim, if you're lucky. During game two, I, I saw him take one. And I was I was jarred at how at how ridiculous the Celtics moved away from him. I was like, that's so disrespectful. It was from the left side. He was like halfway between the top of the key and the corner. And he didn't even hit the front of the rim. He hit the side of like the, where the rim comes out. It was such an awful shot with no one in his face. I could not believe it. It was wild to me that he took that shot and is that bad at shooting. He's in the NBA. How is he this bad at shooting? I don't know. Um, I like Draymond. He's, he's a guy that I... You know, he's a love-hate kind of guy, a guy I'd love to have on my team, but would hate to play against. He gets under your skin, but he's very, very pivotal to their success. In game one, he took 12 shots. In game two, he took three shots. That is much more on my speed, what I want him doing. If he's just being a maniac on defense, setting guys up for passes and shooting the ball three times, you can win with him. Besides that, I want nothing to do with him. He, um... I think he's the heart and soul of that team because it's definitely not Clay Thompson <laughs> right now. And um, yeah, the refs definitely um, were being compassionate towards Golden State by not teeing him up. I feel like if that was a regular season game, they would have teed him up and he would have been he, tossed. He stepped on Jalen Brown's face, basically. His legs were in his face and he was daring them. He was like, you're not doing this again. After I kicked LeBron in the balls, you threw me out, and that cost us a series, a title. You're not going to do it again. I know you're not going to do it. This guy's crossing every line he can. He does not care. He's ready. I still think it's crazy that he does not get more credit for giving Cleveland that championship. It was 3-1, man. I think he gets all the credit, doesn't he? Not that I remember, but maybe. I I just feel like people, the narrative now is such a, wow, what, a, what an impressive uh, comeback by the Cavs. I'm like, yeah, but the momentum swung completely after game four. Yeah, game five, he was out for game five, right? Yes. And then game six was back in Cleveland. So they had a chance right. there. And then game seven, they've lost two in a row. So that's over. Like, they, yeah, it was done. Do you remember the behind the back? Do you remember the behind the back pass that Steph tried to make the clay? And like, with like a minute or two left in the fourth quarter of game seven? Yeah, it was awful. Right? That yeah. one? Yeah. Yeah. Went out of bounds. Yeah, I remember that. Man, goddamn Draymond. So Jason Tatum in game two had 28, six of nine from three. He started off real slow, but he heated up in the fourth a little bit. Jalen Brown had 17. Al Horford had two points. Didn't this guy have like 31 in game one? He was killing it, and he was awful in game two. I think Draymond just was like, I'm going to shut Al Horford down. That's what I'm doing this game, and it worked very, very well. Yeah. Um Completely, completely different game plan. I think Draymond's still underrated as a defender, man, right now. Even though he won Defensive Player of the Year, I think right now he doesn't get enough credit. And he made a comment last week 
I think it was last week that he should have <laughs> been named named to the first team uh, all in all NBA defense uh, defensive team. And I agree with him, even though he missed time. Like the NBA would do it for another player, and his impact on the floor was was pretty damn um, uh, uh, you know undeniable. So I I agree with him to an extent. Didn't he say he was a better defender than Pippen? Like recently as well? Probably. Yeah, that's it's, wild stuff to say. It's a wild it's a wild boy. It's a wild dude. <laughs> yeah, Pippen might be the best perimeter defender ever. Like that might be Pippen. And Draymond's like, no, nah, I'm better than him. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Crazy stuff, man. Let me ask you a question. What do you think Jason Tatum's over under was in game two? Like, plus, sorry, plus minus. No idea. Minus 36. Uh, Mr. Columbia. Him being a great defender is not looking great for me right now. I'm not going to lie to you. It was a tough, <laughs> a tough moment for me. Cool, man. I told you. Top 10 uh, players for Defensive Player of the Year. They chose three Celtics. Three Celtics. I, I don't think I've heard of that before. Three guys <laughs> on one team. And they didn't even choose the star of the team. That was surprising. Yeah. One of them, Robert Williams. How much time did he miss this year? I think he missed like 25 games, didn't he? Maybe more than that. Yeah. They still put him ahead of Tatum. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> we should mention uh, Gary Payton the second came back yesterday. Did not play in game one. The real Gary Payton uh, was on a podcast, I believe, was not happy about this situation. Played 25 minutes in game two. He's a great defender. He's incredible. I love watching this guy play. Yeah. I like GP2, man. He was, he's actually better than Clay Thompson right now. <laughs> <laughs> like just just in this series, I think he's I think he's actually with the one game he played, he's been more um, more uh, uh, instrumental than than Clay Thompson uh, has been. Clay was four of nineteen in game two, and somehow it seemed worse than that. Like he was really bad. Yeah, and, and have, sorry, and he was playing against the second unit of Boston. A lot of them, and he he was playing during the garbage time in the fourth because they wanted to. You know, make him get his his feet wet and and get back uh, up to speed because he was so bad. Do you th- do you think he gets hot for one game and like swings a game this series though? He's done it before, maybe, and he's done it. In, he's done it this season, so I think that's certainly possible. I don't think he's done. I just think um, he's still rusty and he's still he's still hesitant. He's still you know reluctant uh, in terms of his, his movement. Um, he's, he's just nowhere near the athlete he was. He, does, yeah, he, he used to be scared of Clay driving to the basket instead of shooting the three. Like he could do that. He can't do that anymore. Now you know he's going to shoot the three because he can't drive to the basket. Yeah, and he looks he looks very skittish. So um, he's not really a threat right now. I think he can come back and be one, but right now I think he's kind of a liability. But um, hopefully he can get hot or they'll have to reduce his minutes significantly. Little side note. Do you know who was on Clay's Mount Rushmore of shooters all time for names? No. It's really impressive. Clay made his own list. <laughs> Steph, Steph, I imagine. Steph Curry was number two. Dirk was number three. If I gave you 100 <laughs> guesses, you would never guess number four. These are three-point shooters or just, just shooters in general? Three-point shooters. Yeah, I have no idea. I, you know, I imagine it's not Ray Allen or Reggie Miller. It was not those guys. It was Kyle Corbett. Pager? Oh. <laughs> okay. I saw that. I was like, damn, man, you're going in. Wow. Yeah, it was impressive. 
Uh, Jordan Poole played 23 minutes. I am really surprised they're not giving Poole and Peyton Clay's minutes. I think they really need to do that a lot more. 100%. I find when they bring in Jordan Poole, he's cold. He's been sitting on the bench for so long. And he struggled. Get him, get him warmed up. Maybe even start him because Clay has been bad. Um, and yeah. What do you, what I, do you think about Steph's performance throughout this, these two games? I think that Steph Curry is still an elite player. And I think your problem with Steph is that you judge him against Steph from four years ago instead of against everyone else in the league. I think Steph's been really good. He just, his presence can determine a game. He terrifies every team's defense. You have to try and double him whenever he's behind the line. I think Steph, yeah, I think he's great stuff. I think he's a top five player in the league. Okay. I just, I don't know, man. I feel like he's very inconsistent. I think he'd be, he can be super hot. He's very boomer bust, or he can be extremely cold. And, um, you know, when he's hot, he's unstoppable. When he's, I don't think there's a more hot and cold player on that level as Steph. And I just, I just don't know what to expect from him. I really don't. He can drop 30 or he can struggle to get 20. And I um, think I, I agree with you. And I think there's a reason for that. It's because most of the great scorers in the NBA can also drive to the basket. And he's never really been that guy who can get physical because he's going to get hurt and he's smaller. So he has to shoot to beat you. Like LeBron, if he's not making his shots, he can just go get contacts, go to the line and get 25 points. Harden can just go to the line and do the same thing. Curry's not built like that. It's just a different kind of guy. And yeah, and, that, and that's what worries me. He seems very, um, like, and I've said this for a while, like he seems very ineffective if he's not hitting the three. And that's my concern. Like, it's it's, it's three or bust for him. And and I don't know. I, I worry about that. If if the if the Warriors win the title this year and Steph is the finals MVP, like I predicted, are you gonna stop this Steph Curry slander? Or is it gonna continue? Uh no, because I think this would be the first championship that I really, really, really count for them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you, Evo. I love it. I love that. It's his first real one, huh? The first one didn't count. I mean, I think you you and I look at championships differently. I think they got a very depleted Cleveland team with LeBron and Matt Deladova that had no business competing against Golden State. And then the other two, uh, where he had Katie and Katie clearly outshone him. You know, even even with that championship with uh, against Cleveland in 2015, Iguodala got the Finals MVP. Not to say that Iguodala wasn't good. I'm just saying they didn't even choose Steph as the Finals MVP. People win Finals MVP <laughs> just by default. Yeah. So I yeah, I consider this to be their his real first championship. Yeah. Okay. So just to, just to be clear and consistent, you don't count the Lakers title that happened in the bubble, right? Because that wasn't with home fans and things like that. That's not a real title either. Just to be fair, right? No, I do. It's it, oh, it, that it's, one counts it, though. That's crazy. Okay. It it's who they play against. It's the same thing I say about the Raptors. Like similar thing with the Raptors and Golden State is the same thing I say about Golden State and Cleveland. Um, you know, Cleveland was really depleted, man. It seems to me that every other team's title are fake, but the Lakers titles are re- titles are real. That's what it sounds like you're saying, because you are the most biased person since Skip Bayless. No, it's not that. It's just that I think people like to call the Lakers championship a bubble championship, and they call, um, you know, the 
they don't talk about the lockout championships that the Spurs won in 99 and the lockout championship that Miami won in, what was it, 2012? Um, but the Lakers get all this hate because it was in the bubble. Okay, if that's, if that's the road you want to play, I guess, that's fine. Gold, Golden State earned that championship. Sorry, they earned that championship in 2015 because especially their, their team was built from the ground up. And, but I'm just saying, with Cleveland at full strength, I don't know, because I think that series still went to six games, even without Kyrie and Kevin Love. Just never know. But it was LeBron in his prime playing like a maniac. Yeah, but LeBron LeBron. and Matt Deladova. Yeah. Deli? Are you bad-mouthing Deli now? (laughs) You want to catch these hands, son? (laughs) It was was that Golden State Warriors team, and Steph still didn't get finals MVP. I'm not saying that is the end-all, be-all. I'm just saying, like, there is that, that monkey on his back. You know, he's he, he, he's he's chasing he's chasing that that recognition that he's the leader on a championship team to be recognized as as, as such. Katie was on a team and you know completely eclipsed him, and then left and got knocked out immediately. Got swept by the Boston Celtics, who Steph looks like he's going to beat right now in the finals. Yeah, hundred percent. But I'm just saying, like this might be the year that Steph actually does it, or he he he, he gets over the hump. You're the worst. What's your prediction for game three? Um. <laughs> the first game in Boston. What do you think happens here? Hmm. I don't know. Golden State usually gives a game away, right? So they do that in game one. You yes. can't seem to really beat anybody convincingly in a series. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Boston won. I'm going to go with Boston for game three. I'm taking Golden State real heavy. I think they dominate this game. Come out with something to prove. I hope you're right, man. I'm going to go Golden State plus 11 for me. I hope you're right. That game game one really uh, made me uh, nervous. The Boston can get hot and Golden State can get real cold. Um, I so hate yeah. the city of I Boston. Right. I hate the city of Boston more than any other city. But seeing them win to see you sad would be enjoyable. But even I don't want that to happen because I hate Boston so much. So you're well, you're lucky I'm on your side this time. You're lucky. I would rather anyone but Boston win in any sport. It's true. Patriots are cheaters. Tom Brady should be in jail. Okay, everybody, please go follow us on Twitter at Rookie Phenoms. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcast. We are huge on verbal. Uh, Big Daddy Bezos. Amazon Podcast, we are the number one podcast on that streaming platform. Don't hold me that legally, but that sounds about right. Web, which is your favorite streaming podcast platform? Which one do you like best? I like Spotify a lot. Bezos is going to put a hit on you. That's a tough look. That's a tough one for you, buddy. <laughs> I'm all about Amazon Podcasts. <laughs> Maybe he'll buy Spotify. I don't know. Bezos, call me. I know a guy. I know a very mediocre lawyer that can help you do that. Mediocre <laughs> as hell. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great night. We out.